does freedom mean to you? In an age where that term gets tossed around politically often, let's boil it down because you guys know that I'm all about something that, that you've heard, principles that transcend paradigms. And there's five principles here with freedom that transcend any paradigm. And for those of you that haven't been around, that don't know me, my name's Chase Tolleson. I've been an entrepreneur for the last 10 years. I've been in the coaching space since 2008. I served four years in the United States military. And now my partners and I are rolling up and acquiring home services businesses. I have done a lot. And I've found that there's five levers to pull to truly affect freedom as we know it. Those five levers that we're going to break open here are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. That last one, we're going to leave hanging till we get there. Now, physical, this is where I started, right? This is, this is my, this was my bread and butter in 2008. I was a, a gym rat who decided to get his personal trainer certification. You know, after I got out of the Navy where I was an assistant command fitness leader, I opened my gym in 2014. Physical freedom. Having a healthy body is great. That's the internal, that's the us side of it, right? The being able to move our own body. Having a, a level of health that gives us energy throughout the day. And there's the external side of it, the physical freedom to go where we please, when we please. There's other pieces required there if you want to do that in certain ways. And having freedom of our physical body is... Likely what a lot of people think when they think freedom. You know, I'm not, I'm not wearing handcuffs. I'm not stuck to this thing that I don't want to be stuck to. And I've seen people who, oh, I was too tired after shoveling my driveway, so I couldn't shovel the sidewalk. That's not freedom, y'all. That's being tied to the chains of your own unwellness. It is absolutely paramount that if we're going to focus on levers of freedom, we focus on physical freedom because as, as we're going to see without physical freedom, as with, without any of these levers, we don't, we don't have true freedom. True freedom only comes when we hone each of these five levers and that's physical freedom. And we'll keep this one short as I do with these solo shows. Mental freedom. The easiest way to describe this is that when we go to sleep at night, there's not that thing running around the back of our head because we've cleared that. We've thought about our thinking and we know what levers are pulling those thoughts. We know that we're in control of where we aim our mind and we get to aim it wherever we so please. That's mental freedom is by and large internal. The external side of mental freedom though is what we let in. It's what we see out in the world and what we choose to consciously filter into our awareness. Because without that awareness of what our external mental state is, well, anything could come in. And then we're not in control anymore. That's not freedom. If we're constantly ingesting other people's stories, other people's narratives, other people's thoughts, and we haven't truly thought about ours or taken control of ours, that's chains. Emotional freedom. This one's fun. 
on one level, emotional freedom is being able to put space between your reaction and your response. What does that mean? Well, something comes up and it makes you go, but instead of diving in and giving that knee-jerk response, you, you notice it, you check it. You know that feeling in your gut or that tightness in your chest or that lump in your throat. You know that that emotion of anxiousness that's actually tied to a story from way back when. And anybody that's worked with me has unwound that to the point that they have this level of emotional freedom, which ties into giving themselves a, a higher level of mental freedom, which, oh, mental emotional freedom, now we can do with as our body as we please. It's almost like these things stack on top of each other, guys. And that emotional freedom, well, when we realize that we are the creator of our emotions, that we choose whether or not to take offense to something because, well, you were the one that decided to pick it up and take it, that's freedom. In um, the seven hermetic principles, they talk about transcending the law of rhythm. That, yeah, you will still see that your emotions go left to right forward and back. You'll still have good and bad. And you'll be able to acknowledge it, notice it, check in with yourself and move on. And it's a, that's a really, really powerful way to explain what we're talking about right here. You'll still have these things come up. You won't, you won't not ever get angry. However, instead of sitting in it, because it's like, oh, I got angry. So now I'm supposed to be angry and practicing being angry and rep repetitively putting that into your tissues. No, like, oh, wow, that made me angry. How'd that make me angry? Not why, how, how did that make me angry? Oh, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I'm going to work on that in my next session with Chase. Spiritual freedom, as I promised. I'm going quick here. Spiritual freedom. This transcends, again, principles transcend paradigms. You guys believe in God and, and Jesus Christ being the Savior? Cool. You guys believe in, in uh, you know, any of the big three Abrahamic religions? Christianity, Judaism, Islam? Cool. If you're a Buddhist? Cool. If you're a New Ager? Cool. If you're, if you're a Luciferian, sweet. Find something, though. Now, I forget right now who the quote is by because I'm doing this episode all off the cuff. And there's a quote out there that whatever you believe in, pick something and believe. Because it helps as human beings. This is proven that to have uh, a belief in something bigger than us. It helps to squash that existential crisis of what am I doing here? What is my purpose? We're still in control for sure. And when we get full spiritual freedom, well, there's the internal side of it that we can, we can reach a state of peace and bliss even, if you will. I myself, uh, all my, my personal beliefs around what, what's going on in the universe and God or God force aside, I'm a big fan of meditation. And when you meditate, you can achieve a, a spot of, of bliss, if you will. 
regardless of what emotions or thoughts are coming up. Just zend out and sit in there. And spiritual freedom ties into emotional and mental freedom and then back all the way to physical freedom. Because my favorite, favorite definition of enlightenment is to see the world as it actually is. Now, when we can see the world as it actually is, and enlightenment is a, a bit of a spiritual term, right? Well, then we can see ourselves as we actually are. We can see our emotions as they actually are. We can see our thoughts as they actually are without a, a cognitive dissonance in there, without this preconceived notion, this story of, oh, wait, but it's, it's actually this way. And you get angry and you try and fight and make sure that it stays that way because that's where it needs to be to protect my own ego. No. When we can let go of that ego, that's spiritual freedom. When we can realize that our shadow or the devil or, or whatever dark force is at play, the victim mentality embodied in a spiritual and energetic way, when we can recognize that and realize that when we laugh at it, it will run away. And even to another level, that darkness that lives inside of us, we get acquainted with it. And then we take a look at it and we realize that it's not all dark. Depends on how we use it. And then we integrate it because that's where a lot of people go wrong with the spiritual side of things is they try to cut out the dark. They try to cut out their shadow, cut out, kill their ego, integrate your ego, integrate your shadow, bring it all back into you. The amount of people I've worked with that have either worked with me in the past or worked with another coach who be like, well, yeah, that's the past me. I don't, I don't like that version of me anymore. And then we get into it. It's like, oh, wait, there's actually pieces of me that I want to go pick up and use moving forward. That's what we're talking about here. Spiritual freedom allows us to reassemble ourselves as our most authentic self. And if we are all a puzzle piece in this grand puzzle, if we are all a pinhole through which the universe sees itself, if we are all an embodiment of God, well, my friend, then when you are your most authentic self, there's literally more divinity in the world. Said another way, that's freedom. Spiritual chains, on the other hand, if you fail to be your most authentic self, there is less divinity in the world. Mm. I think that encapsulates spiritual chains and freedom right there. And we're on to financial freedom. Now, see, this one often gets whew, chopped off and removed from the other four. And you see these guys like, uh, Alex Hormozy or these other big entrepreneurs, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, who just had a chip on their shoulder and they need to make as much money as possible. And then the money becomes their chains or the, the tech entrepreneurs in the nineties and the two thousands who would walk into restaurants with big stacks of cash and just throw them everywhere. And the guys that went, they end up going broke because they identify with that money. The money was chains. It wasn't setting them free. And you've got the other side of it. 
the people who want the spiritual freedom, the mental, emotional freedom, the physical freedom. And they shit on money. They say, ah, money's not it. Money's not important. I mean, hey, man, if you're self-sustaining and you want to go live in the woods somewhere and you can you can hunt for yourself, you can provide for yourself, you can create clean water. Yeah, you don't need money. However, if you want to participate in today's society in any meaningful way, you likely need a way to create that that money, that energy exchange that is currency. And in the overly spiritual new age community, all currency, it'll flow to me. It's all flowing to me. No, guys, we get to go out there and create it. You, it, it, the opportunities may be flowing to you. They might be. And when are you going to get out there and create it? This is something that I see in a lot of people who are buried in personal development or burying themselves in the gym because they're scared of money. They're scared of the the paradigm shift that would happen if they were one of those people that actually made a lot of money, that was actually truly financially free. And in saying, no, I'm free from the stress of money, they're actually putting themselves in chains because they can't be truly physically free. Even if they're in the gym, they can't have the physical freedom to go out and do as they please. They're not mentally free because they're constantly thinking of how they're going to afford the next thing they want. They're definitely not emotionally free because that thinking about affording the next thing, well, what's that do? Creates stress. Creates a little dissonance. Little, ugh. I'm I'm not providing for myself. I'm not providing for my family. What does that mean about who I am? And then what does that do? They start writing a story. They start writing a story that, hmm, I'm not a person with a lot of money. But I have these other things, so it's cool. So how does that affect their overall freedom, right? If we have all the other pieces but not money, we'll really open this one up. What does that do? This one chain is always going to drag us back down. It's going to take everything back down. Think about this like a bar graph of freedom if you need to with physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. And each bar can only get so high before the lowest one needs to catch up and even transcend that level so the rest of them can come back up. I say all all of this because I have operated in spaces on both sides of this line. I've worked with individuals who have multiple seven-figure net worths, eight-figure net worths. They run businesses that do eight figures a year. And their physical health is in the shitter. Their self-talk is absolutely horrible. They're still wearing chains. And their money is their chains because they've tied themselves to it. And on the flip side of that, I worked with a lot of people. I have a lot of peers who have been through this. I have clients who have helped through this. Who They understand everything. They're phenomenal coaches. But they've got this thing about money. They don't have any. And and they, they can't get past the fact that to create it, it takes money skills. It doesn't take, like, yes, the mental, emotional, spiritual freedom will help. And 
until you develop the financial skills, it's going to stay low. That financial chain will still be there. And once we get all these pillars together and we shed the chains of each and every one, we have that true physical freedom within ourselves and the ability uh, because of career choice and family to go where we want. Once we have that mental freedom, that we are truly in control of our story that we write, which anybody that has worked with me, anybody that understands the work that I do, they have that. Emotional freedom. This ties into the work I do as well, because that mental chain is often creating an emotional chain and vice versa. They're tangled up in each other. The spiritual freedom, because once you take back control of your own story, once you unlearn the shit programming that was fed to you by often well-meaning people, they didn't know any better. Guys, we're in a new age, the age of information. We have access to so much more. We got to give the past generations credit that they often did the best that they could do. Even if it was the best they could think they thought they could do, well, then it was the best they could do. And they get back to it. You get that spiritual freedom. Then. Your soul is light. You can operate in a state of peace. What's left from there, guys? It's the financial freedom. It's creating monetary resources that allow you to take vacations with your family when you want and where you want. It's creating monetary uh, banks, a literal your own bank, your own storage of wealth. That gives you a sense of mental ease. It's creating currency that flows and and gives you that emotional, (sighs) I'm fucking proud of myself, man. Look what I did. And it's creating that, that money that you can go out and do good things in the world with and create more spiritual freedom. Because whatever you want to call it, the karmic cycle is real. I knew this one was going to open up big on the backside once we started tying in finances to the other levers. I thoroughly appreciate you guys sticking here through this. If you're new here, please like this one if you're here on YouTube. Rate, follow, subscribe. And if you're wondering, Chase, how do I pull these levers? It all starts with a story. Yes, we can get way too wound up in healing work. And until we look at the stories that operate each of these levers, it's going to be difficult to pull them. So we look at the story that's keeping that lever stuck. We unlearn it. We rewrite it as a powerful one. And then we take action. Guys, this episode was off the cuff. It, it came to me this morning. I was like, we need to do this. These, these five levers are something that everybody needs to be able to pull. And this is, this is truth be told where my coaching is going. This is why I have business coaching clients now. I've been in the entrepreneurial space for 10 years. You know, uh, less legitimate entrepreneur when I was a kid. So, you know, take with that what you will. And been a legitimate brick and mortar business owner since 2014. I've been online 
since 2018. I am acquiring and running multi-million dollar businesses. And I, I know that there are a lot of coaches and aspiring coaches that listen to this and that are watching this channel. And I'm here to tell you that once you learn the skills, each of those levers starts to pull itself. Thank you for being here. Much love, guys. It's time for Family Dinner. discovery. Get after it.